0: Welcome to my podcast, Wellness Business. I'm your host, Libby Rothschild, registered dietitian, nutritionist, certified personal trainer, and your online wellness business coach. I help wellness influencers grow their social media following by creating community, creating online income and impact. Join me as I interview guests and have casual conversations with you answering your pressing questions. Follow me on Instagram at wellness.bizcoach. Today I'm talking about a topic that might seem a little basic, but it's been coming up, so I want to address it again, and that is the significance of building your social media profile. Now this could be Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, podcasting, even Twitter, right? Any social media profile. So why is it important? Why do you need to do it? And what benefit can you receive from building your profile? So first, what do I mean by building? Uh, uh, what I mean is you're, you're being consistent and you're taking it seriously. And what that means is you have a schedule. So you're posting a certain amount of times per week or you know, on certain days and you have a regimen going on. And what that shows your audience is that you're consistent and consistency wins. Even if you don't exactly have your brand strategy figured out, which is something that I help clients with, getting consistent is showing you how to go through the motions and once you turn that into a habit the next step is fine tuning i do think it's really important that you start with consistency so you're consistent and then you want to uh, get that brand message out there and then also what what else i mean by being uh, on social media means that you have somewhat of a justification as to why you chose which platform for example, I have a client right now, and she said to me that her ideal client is not on Instagram, so she's not going to focus too much on that platform. And she justified why. And we know that because we've take some, taken some time really focusing on building her ideal client profile and figuring out where her target market spends their, their time. According to statistics, that's not necessarily on Instagram Totally cool. So then we'll focus on on building her profile on another platform, right? Is it Pinterest? Is it YouTube, etc.? And then you also want to ask yourself, what do you like? So it's a combination between where does your target market hang out and then what do you enjoy? So for me, I did Instagram, my justification, and I had no idea what I was doing when I first started. I've been very open about that. And when I first started, the reason I chose Instagram is because it's simple, And when I looked at other uh, social media options, like when I saw, you know, YouTube, which I've always been interested in, YouTube is a little, it takes a little bit more. So you have to, the video editing and the design skills are a little bit higher level. Now you could argue and say that the, the design skills for Instagram are high level. And that is true. You know, you want to make sure that you're following the methodology, which I teach in my course with Rachel Paul, which I'll link in the show notes. Uh, But you can always, you know, learn as you go. And with video, I feel like the the barrier to entry is a little bit higher. So with photography and Instagram, you can start by being decent and improve. And with a platform like YouTube, I feel like you have to have a higher level to start. And so that doesn't mean, by the way, total fan of YouTube. I think it's it's a great platform. I have uh, one client who's using it consistently, another client who's on her way and that's wonderful. It's just important to identify what your strengths are. Are you good at talking in video? Are you engaging? Do you like words? Would Twitter make more sense? You know, do you love, you know, Pinterest? It's a female dominant um, social media platform. And is that going to help you? And that really makes sense to your ideal client. Or maybe LinkedIn makes sense. I'm actually more interested in LinkedIn myself. That's one of my goals is to to focus a little more on LinkedIn. I do need to I have a specific strategy because I love Instagram and many of you, I I get, my whole business has been built from using Instagram. That's where I get my clients. My podcast is great too. And I feel like a lot of people from Instagram that listen to my podcast get to know me more. And then people from my podcast see my visibility on Instagram. So it's actually good that I have the two going together and they both are consistent. So I started out with one episode a week in two thousand and eighteen, in two thousand and nineteen, for my podcast, I went to two episodes a week. And I started doing that because it's very, actually really easy for me to create podcast content. It's I love connecting with my guests. I actually like networking and growing and and building with them. And the episodes I do on my own are really great because it makes sense, right? I take questions and common topics and concerns that come up or things I'm going through in my business. And then I share them with you in a longer form that Instagram wouldn't allow me to because the stories are quick, right? And then the lives on Instagram, you can't save them. And even though I'm a huge fan of the lives I think that it's important to be able to have my podcast be a reference point so people can go back and then they can look on the archive, which you can check out on my blog at LibbyRothschild.com and see the recap of different episodes and then catch up. Or maybe you you know, want to reference something from one of my earlier episodes. And it's really easy to do that from my website on my podcast tab, where from the Instagram live, that's not the case. So the reason that I'm talking this out with you is because number one, I want you to identify your ideal client. That's the prerequisite. And then after that, where does your ideal client live or spend time? And then after that, ask yourself, what makes sense to you? What are your strengths? Are they video? Are they photography? Do you love visual? And it might be a little bit of experimentation. Again, I, I didn't go about this framework exactly the way I'm suggesting, which is fine if that's how you go about it as well. If you, if you enter the situation like myself, I, again, did Instagram because it was easy and it seemed like the easiest way for me to get my face out there and my name out there with having the lowest barrier to entry versus something like YouTube as my first way starting out. And if I started out with my podcast, I might've been a little, it might've been difficult for me to feel as comfortable and also would have been hard to promote it because I'd I didn't have an audience. Now it is possible to create a podcast and build your audience, but you're probably going to need to either focus on SEO from your website or you're going to have to have a strategy no matter what. Uh, So that's my journey and my story. I created my, I figured out my my target market and my niche uh, after being on Instagram for a year right? I figured it out. And then I decided to help you with it as well as my business. And then I expanded from Instagram to podcasting. So I want you to think what is your top social media platform and I don't recommend mastering more than one at a time. So once I had mastered Instagram, I hit over 10k and then I developed a course about it with my partner, Rachel Paul, my biz partner. Then I decided to slowly do the podcast and I didn't start out with two episodes a week, right? I started out with one episode a week and then I built up to two because it was a seamless uh, upgrade or increase for me and then next i would look into either linkedin or youtube but again before i look into any other social platform i do make sure that i have a really clear strategy as to how i'm managing what i do now so i want to tell you about that how am i managing I plan my Instagram content about 15 to 30 days ahead. I do not plan further ahead than that for a couple reasons. Number one, I want to stay relevant with trends and the algorithm and what's going on. Part of my business is doing uh, market research. So I'm I'm spending a lot of time in the explore page. I'm looking around at hashtags and certain types of feeds and certain niches and seeing what's going on on Instagram. And so if I were to create content too far ahead, it might not be relevant right? So it's really important to me to understand the market's demands. And that's part of what Rachel and I show in the course is being really responsive to the demands of the market. If it wasn't for that, I would actually prefer planning content further ahead. But that's just not the nature that's not native to Instagram. And I really in order to be relevant, you have to be native to what's going on. And if you've been following me, or if you scroll down on my feed, you'll see I've experimented with a few different types of content. I'm constantly looking at my insights, seeing what's going on, what do I need to change? So if you look on your account, I do recommend a business account and you scroll up at view insights. You can see how many new follows did you get? What percent of accounts weren't following you had seen the post? What were the hits on your hashtag? And how many times did you show up in the homepage of your, of people who are following you and understanding all of those insights in addition to website clicks, etc., And then comparing from one day to another is not only what I do with my feed, but that's also what I, I show clients how to do. And then in our course as well, we support that. And so it's really important to um, have a, 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 you know, a strategy as to why you're posting things and how you're planning ahead. So again, for my Instagram strategy, I'm doing really, it's more like 30 days ahead. And then for my podcast, that's actually interesting um, because I just left my full-time job, it was not exactly possible for me to take a whole day or a couple days a month to batch record. And that was what I ideally want to do. I took John Lee Dumas's, um podcast, Paradise, I'm par- in mean, his membership, which I have an affiliate for. And the reason that I joined that is to learn more about what he recommends because I've been listening to him from the start. He's a big inspiration for me. And he says to batch record a bunch of guests on the same day. And he I think he does six or eight in a row. And then he has content. He recommends to have a month ahead on the archive, which makes sense, right? Because that's exactly what I do with my Instagram. I've got 30 days planned ahead. I use Plan app. Not only do I put my photos in the Plan app, but I also draft my caption. And that way, as long as I keep consistent with the times of day that I post and the days of the week that I post, all I have to do is post and then engage with my community. And that allows me to really be present on social media. That allows me to have the opportunity to respond to DMs. And once you plan your content ahead, and even if you don't do it 30 days ahead, like I do, but let's say you do it a week ahead, which is what I train my clients to do, at least uh, once you free yourself of the anxiety that you might feel in creating content last minute, it allows you to really build the know, like, and trust with your community. And that's what I want you to focus on. And that's what's going to help you uh, be better at building your online business and be more effective. And, and if you have a lot of stress and anxiety, it's going to make you not want to be on social media. So I recommend trying to manage that in any way possible so that you can you know be your best and really give back to your community. And that's what this is all about. It's about adding value to your community and then also focusing on profit. So I have found out that eight podcast recordings is a little too much for me in one day. I get a little exhausted. For me, I'd say about four to five is good, maybe six. And what I've done now is I've used uh, I've had a couple days where I've been able to do that the batch recording and that is something going forward I have one or two days a month or maybe two and a half I'll leave like a half day on a weekend in case if somebody can't do a weekday for whatever reason that also gives my guests a variety when they you know want to pick a day and that allows me some flexibility so once I have all those podcast episodes recorded I save them I put them in my google drive and then my virtual assistant we have a sheet that she made and she knows which days I want to post the episodes. And then she just has to transcribe them. Well, she, she's actually doing recap. She's not transcribing the whole episode. She's doing a little bit of a recap. And then she's also sending that out to my email list. So that every time I publish a podcast episode, that gets sent out and my list gets notified. And that way it's building a little more community. And I do recommend that you do that as well. That's all a part of your online business strategy. Whether you're doing that with a podcast or a blog or a video, any kind of content, you definitely want to have a strategy for that. And you absolutely want to do that for many reasons, including building community and SEO. Really important. I am not... Completely a month ahead planned for my podcast for a couple reasons. As I had said, I'm uh, leaving my full time job, I'm almost done, and I will be done in March of 2019, which is great. And so it hasn't been extremely convenient for me to have one or two full days because I still have the nine to five job. So I've been doing a little bit of, you know, a couple episodes at night or like I took a personal day and did a batch day of podcast recording. And when I'm completely full time, it'll be much easier to get into the swing of things. So what's a little bit difficult with the podcasting is that I'm my podcast, what I produce is an a combination of interviews and solo episodes and I've gotten feedback that my audience likes both and they definitely like the combination and because of that I want to continue to offer what my audience demands and what my insights show right for my downloads my downloads are consistent for both interviews and solo episodes and that means that I need to be producing a combo but the concern is if I produce too much of me solo ahead of time It might not be relevant. So, this starts to get tricky, right? As you can imagine, all right, so I can batch task or or batch record interviews ahead of time, but maybe not episodes of me alone because I want to capture what's going on in that week. So, that's where I have to get a little more strategic and say, okay, every Monday or every Friday or certain day of the week. I would dedicate that to an episode of myself and try to keep it really fresh, meaning something that happened that week in the biz, that week on Instagram, that week in you know in my life that I want to share that I think you can add value from and keep it as, um, as soon as possible. So I don't want to be posting anything too late. And if I plan all these episodes ahead of time, I don't think it would be as relevant or impactful. I really want my podcast to be at capturing what's going on in my life and not just a bunch of thoughts that I have at one time. I think that's a little bit less authentic and genuine. And I I really want to be as honest with you as possible. For example, the week that I did my keynote speaking event, I that week is when I recorded the episode telling you what I did to prepare for it. And then you know the day after is when I recorded an episode to tell you about some of the mistakes and reflections from the keynote. Had I I wouldn't you know, it wouldn't be as impactful if I recorded either one of those episodes that weren't during that time frame. It's not impossible for me to plan this. It just takes some strategy and some practice. And even if you're trying to build something like a podcast with a full-time job, it's possible. I did it as well. You might just need to think on a smaller scale. So instead of batch recording, maybe six in a row, maybe you record two in a row on one weeknight, right? So maybe on every Wednesday or every Monday, then that would be your day for recording or batch recording, whether those are episodes of you or you and a guest. I wanted to talk to you now that we've discussed a little bit about my framework for both Instagram and podcasting, which right now are really my only big social platforms. I wanted to talk a little bit about why. So the big reasons I told you that being consistent and having a brand message is important, along with the strategy for consistency, which I explained thoroughly for podcasting and Instagram Now I want to tell you the three reasons why you need to pick one social media platform. Again, once you master that according to some quantifiable goal that you have, you can move on to a second platform, although I do recommend you master one at a time. So when you're first mastering one platform, I want you to focus on brand building. And what that means is you're building the know, like, and trust factor among your audience and you're letting them get to know who you are. And that's one of my strengths. So I tell you about my failures. I tell you about my successes and I walk you through my story. So if you've been listening for a while, you might've been listening since I had a full-time job since, you know, maybe even 2018 which was, you know, maybe eight, six, eight months ago, as I was going through the journey of, you know, building my online course and increasing my prices with my coaching. And you've been following me and seeing that every week, every step of the way. And so it's important that I'm able to share that with you so you can learn and reflect and feel inspired as well. Social media is a fantastic opportunity for networking. What I've been able to do, especially after I had my niche, meaning my focus, my brand message and my target market really clear, right? So once that's established, I know, okay, I'm helping, you know, women, female wellness professionals and dietitians. That's my target market. And what am I doing with them? I'm helping them grow their online business so they can you know, create impact and income online. Through products and or services that's what I do and once that's really clear then it's a great opportunity for me to use social to network to not only find guests for my podcast find ways to add value that are paid and non-paid and it's a two-way street so I'm networking for example I've pitched to do webinars that I've gotten paid for and those webinars are with organizations that are within my niche right so that's me that's outreach So that's me reaching out using social to do that. And then there's also been the opposite side where people have seen me create a strong brand and they come to me and say, can you do this speaking event for pay? You know, I've also had people reach out to me and say, I have a client that needs a business coach. I think you'd be a good fit. That's happened to me twice. Well, more than twice, but I've landed clients from that, like high ticket coaching clients From somebody who came to me saying, I think you'd be a good fit. And so that's all from building network, right? So growing those relationships, responding, being involved in what's going on with with people and their progression. And I'm not saying that you should be involved with everybody. You have to really focus on who's in your niche, right? So let's say, you know, maybe you're in the weight loss niche, or maybe you're in the, you know, you focus on mindset and you do intuitive and mindful eating. So whatever it is that you're focusing on. On, you want to be familiar with those in that space. And then once you grow your know, like, and trust factor and you've built your brand, people start to see you as the authority because you're consistent, right? We talked about that in the beginning. So you're consistent with your strategy on whatever platform. It could even be Twitter, even though I'm less familiar with that one, but let's just throw that into the mix. Whatever the platform is, as long as you're consistent, you've built the no like, and trust, you've networked within your established niche, right? So people are aware that you have a focus message. They know who you're focusing that message for, right? That would be your target market, your target audience. And then finally, the most important part <laughs> is getting organic leads, right? So it's an amazing opportunity to use social media to get people onto your email list, To get people excited and they want to purchase your products and or services, right? In my case, it's both. My digital product would be my online course. My service would be my coaching, right? My three-month signature coaching package. And I sell both of those from social media. Now, when I say from social media, people actually do DM me. And they, I, they ask to hire me, we set up a discovery call. Or uh, if they do that, I ask them to apply. And then once they apply, if we're a good fit, then we'll do a discovery call. And if that works, then we'll proceed. Right? So there's a process. Additionally, I use uh, social media to build my email list. I have two of them. I have my own for my business, Libby Rothschild LLC. And then I have a shared email list with me and Rachel Paul for our Instagram course. And so I promote both of those lists and that again is for a digital product. That's me and Rachel. And then for a signature service, that's me. So I'm able to build both of those lists. I swap out that link in bio, build both of them and make sales for both of them. And if you just want to focus on one versus the other, maybe you just want to focus on services. That's great. You have a really clear strategy for that. Or you want to just sell a digital product. I have clients that do memberships. I have clients that also do online courses, eBooks, etc., meal plans, uh, group coaching, group classes, whatever that you are selling, as long as you have systems set up in place. And it's really, if you're listening, if you don't have this set up, that would be the first place to start. You can do an email list. You want to sign up with an email provider, you know, MailChimp is free. I use ConvertKit whatever you decide you definitely want to be building that list as soon as possible i know i've talked about that before because you own your list you you there's no algorithm that you have to worry about where social media can be finicky you know i have people tell me all the time like oh i don't have this feature what's going on etc etc you know maybe uh, social media goes down something happens like you don't you don't own the platform you know you don't like there are limitations but with your email list you're really able to control that So you want to use social as a tool to build your list, to build your online portfolio your brand and then to also network and once you're really clear with what you're doing and who you're serving and why that's really going to help you stand out and really build your list and once you build your list and you convert those leads into clients then you've got a really profitable business that you use social media effectively to market and so I want you to really consider out of the three things I mentioned building your brand networking and gaining organic leads what would you say is your specialty out of those three and out of those three what is also your weakness so what do you need to spend more time doing and then what would you say you've already been the best at so far so i want you to reflect on that question and i want you to really take some action And say to yourself, okay, I am aware that I need to build my brand better. And what does that mean? Let me give you some examples so this can really make sense. Building your brand would be you know, you can set some smart goals, right? Set some really measurable, realistic, attainable, time bound goals for how you can be better and more effective at building your brand. When people hear your name, do they know what you do, who you serve, and why? And if you were to sample five people that you've made contact with online and they don't immediately know what you do, that means you need to build your brand more. So you want to really be focusing on your strengths. What what does that mean? You're being consistent. I'm a big fan of video. So I think posting video more is a great way. You want to make sure you're posting pictures of yourself, because that's a great way to also identify and relate with your target market. And then the network, I actually think you should have a plan and a strategy. I go over that in detail with my clients, with spreadsheets, okay, outreach, meaning who are they reaching out to, right? My example was that I reached out to do webinars with various organizations, and that was successful for me. And then also, you want to be asking people to, um, as far as networking, you want to be doing outreach, And then also having people add value with you. So that could mean that you're doing any collaboration on your end. Maybe someone's doing a guest blog or maybe you're doing a story takeover if it's Instagram or maybe you are, for my example, collaborating with podcasting, right? That's been a really great way for me uh, to make connections. And then finally, the organic leads, you just need to set up systems. You need to have systems set up in place on any platform, whether it's podcasting. If you've got show notes, you want to make sure that you have your um, your freebie in the show notes, so people can click on that, add their email, and then you can get them into your email list. Or same thing, you want to have that link in bio. Really, um, you want to have that set up on Instagram, and same goes for all the other platforms. YouTube, right? You want to put that in the description. You want to make sure that you've got your their ability for your ideal client. To click and join your email list. So whatever platform you're using, are you building the know, like, and trust? Are you networking? And then finally, do you have systems set up in place to make money so you can capture organic leads? Thank you for joining today's episode. To learn more, check out my free three-day video course at bit.ly backslash get leads underscore video course. We'll see you next week.